Hello again, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of The Sunday Card here on Sports Country Radio, here on the Spotify family of networks. That's <laughs> what we can call it that. <laughs> Google Podcast. You can listen to us everywhere because we are, well, some of us are really good at picking football. And, you know, I'm come for the entertainment as well. Dan Zampano, Chris Raza, Matty Ice, Matty C, Matt Silver here with you. And, and, first time ever, everybody say hello to the people, Mr. <laughs> Producer Lou, the Minister, Lou Paracone. How are you, Lou? I'm doing excellent, Dan. Thank you, thank you. It's great to be here. Hey, hi, Matt. Hi, Chris. How's everyone? Hey, buddy. Great. <laughs> great to see you. <laughs> uh, Lou, brand new producer on the show. Absolutely one of the best in the biz. Hire him, but not yet, because we need him. Um, Matt. I got a question. How much worse can it get? <laughs> I'm waiting for the bleeding to stop. I thought thought I ran courts and courts of blood are falling out of my arm, and I can't seem to stop the bleeding at all. There's nothing I can do. Um, I better bring the entertainment this week because I'm not the, the part of the show that's good at picking football. So uh, we'll, we'll at least try I mean, and, and, and add something to the show this week. It's not certainly not my picks. I just don't know what to do. Like, I don't know what to say. Like, I try to be nice. Like, no gamblers left behind. Like, that's what it is. But then you go one and four again. I'm just sitting here. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I should be mean to him. I don't know. I mean, yeah. Maybe start kicking me. Maybe I need some tough love in my life and just start, you know, rattle rattle the rocks out for my between my ears. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm gonna start it off with you suck, and that's it. And that'll maybe that'll catch you off. Um, theme, of the, theme of the week this week. You suck. I'm gonna put that in my notebook now. Maybe that'll help. <laughs> We went from pick it up to you suck in just literally a matter of two weeks. Chris, uh, two and three. So, you know what? It wasn't terrible. But, again, like, we need – we got five straight losing weeks. Like, come on. We got to pick it up. You know, I, I, I was proud of that snipe on that Washington pick, though. I should have taken them on the money line. Uh, you know, again, uh, I'm blaming it on the Raiders. They had a sad, sad performance. On Sunday, you know, they came out with the win. It was a very exciting game, but it shouldn't have been that close. Um, and I don't think anyone could could have pictured Seattle, uh, get their offense getting absolutely shut down by the New York Giants, who all of a sudden are primed for a potential playoff spot. You know, they've got the tiebreaker over, over Washington. They're 5-7, and seven, leading the division, and they look pretty good. I'm telling you, that Joe Judge guy is a good head coach. But, yeah, we got to pick it up on the picks. Oh, we do. We do. He's not that, that bad, but... Listen, how about, I mean, how it, it gives me great pleasure to pick the Pats as my number one pick last week, and they went 45 nothing, And then literally tell everybody to pick Washington Moneyline. I mean, that was just, I feel fantastic about it. Three and two week again. So that is very, very good. Fellas, it is good to see you again, because guess what? You know what? We got to put our brains back together. We got to, like, you know, focus up, be a team. And you know what? A team does, they exercise. And we're going to do another brain exercise this week. Now, last week, we did a little fun quarterback thing. Here's another question for you guys before we get into the picks. And I'm interested to hear your answers. This week, there are two, count them, two Super Bowl rematches going on this week. Uh, Obviously, the Patriots are getting smacked around by the Rams. Absolutely horrible. I feel like trash right now. And the Broncos, Maddie, are playing the Panthers in Charlotte. A little 
Well, uh, maybe, nah, not really a revenge game for Panthers. It's been like five years. So, uh, but it just got me thinking, guys, any Super Bowl that has ever happened, which one would you like to see a rematch of this year in terms of the teams? Let's start with Chris, because I know Chris always comes up with stuff that off the dome. Well, I, you know, I was looking and I was looking, one, you know, what were, what were some of the past Super Bowls we've had? And, and, and two, you know, of those rematch, you know, of those, those matchups, who would actually be an entertaining game to watch this year? Like, who's, who, those two teams are still good. And I'm going all the way back to Super Bowl one with ah. the Green Bay Packers and the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Packers blew the doors off the Chiefs of that first Super Bowl. They blew the door off my Raiders in the second Super Bowl, too. Uh, so give me a rematch. Give me Patrick Mahomes against Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I think I have a feeling the Chiefs are definitely you know would win that game. But when I was looking at right, who's of these teams are actually good now that played in the Super Bowl, those seem to be two of the top teams right now. Uh, that I would I would love to see that as I think and I think that has a really good shot of being the Super Bowl this year. I am stunned that you did not say Raiders Bucks. I am just absolutely stunned. Well. I don't, I don't, I'm not too confident the Raiders are even going to get there. So. Oh! I, well, one week, one week they, they, give, they give a little scare with the Jets, and now he's off the train. Well, listen, we had, we had two losses in a row. The one of them, you know, a horrible loss to the Falcons. And then, you know, you go out and you play the hapless New York Jets, uh, and you're five seconds away from giving them their first one of the year. So Thank God to- for Greg Williams calling a blitz on, on whatever that, you know, five seconds to go. Wait uh, <laughs> Lou is a Jets fan. Lou, were you happy or sad about that? Oh, that was great. Don't get me started. No wins. No wins this year, Danny Boy. Thank you. I I have not heard one Jets fan complain about that call. No. No, not at all. I thought you would have had Raiders fans and Jets fans both upset if the Raiders lost that game. It was a good day. That's it. It was a good day. It's okay. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Maddie, you know, it's funny. I don't expect you to say the Broncos because they're clearly not going to get in. But, like, there are some really good matchups. I feel like this is a really good – I'm just saying, like, what's not going to happen? I was – I mean, Broncos and Falcons, so, like, you guys don't want to see that in Super Bowl this year? Oh, Come on. Yeah. Absolutely. Sure. I mean, Ryan versus what a classic throwback. Unbelievable. No, we're going to go – we're going to – you know, since we're doing throwback, we're going to we're gonna take one that's going to involve some old quarterbacks now. It's from Super Bowl 54 when the Saints played the Colts. Okay, this is a very story. Tell, you know, this is I think a lot of storylines would develop through the playoffs as this went on. If Drew Brees, Taysom Hill, they're already coming this week. There might be a split with both of them. Um, and then obviously, if Philip Rivers was able to finally reach the Super Bowl with his new team, um, so we'd have two old geezers throwing five-yard passes um, and running the rock. So uh, it'd be some old-school smash mouth with a couple old fart quarterbacks and, and broken arms. See, that one I, I had on my list. It was around there, and I thought it would be a cool story seeing Phil Rivers and his, like, eight kids playing football before the game. You know, like, that would be kind of cool. And then Drew Brees, maybe get one more for the for the second finger. I mean, that's a good one. That's a good one. I kind of went um, I kind of went with a mid, uh, an early 2000s one. Or actually, no, it was a late 90s one. Um, that I think it would be a really good matchup. I want to see... Uh, the young coaches in the league go up against each other in a coaching matchup. I want to see Rams-Titans. 
in a matchup where McVay gets to go up against Vrabel, I think that's the ultimate Hardo like championship. You get Derrick Henry, you get the Titans story, uh, the Rams really good defense going up against Henry. I feel like just for the purposes of that, I feel like that would be kind of a hype Super Bowl. No, that would have a lot of that, that. The the week leading up to that would be filled with hype and and like exactly like coaches highlights on between McVeigh's um, you know uh, photographic memory where he remembers every play and and then Vrabel just all his Patriot years and it's going to be all of that. So no, that would be a good one. You'd have you'd have so much like uh, Vrabel's calling up Belichick trying to figure out what it is and McVeigh you know just conquered Belichick. Clearly they're going to blast him tonight. So. You know, I mean, it would be, I think that would be a really, really fun matchup. Interesting ones, guys. Interesting ones. I like it. I like it. Um, let's go to the Sunday night game, shall we? And this is a doozy because now we got to go to this game and you've got in one corner the quote-unquote wounded Steelers uh, finally get a loss on Monday night. And, on this, and then we got the same exact, we got right after that game, we get to see the Bills crush I mean crush San Francisco and Josh Allen have one of the best games he's had all year um this is a very very difficult game for me to pick uh the Bills are one and a half point favorites at home the over under is 48 um are we riding the hot hand of the Bills or has the pressure balloon deflated from Pittsburgh and can they kind of just chill out and play their game now Maddie? Um, I think you were kind of highlighting it there in, in, in previewing these games. Is we this is a this is a buy low sell high from our Monday night doubleheader. It's mm-hmm. it's it's taking again Pittsburgh finally lost and people like again we were saying that we're waiting on the regression for him and again obviously a lot of people on on this show took the football team um, last week and because we thought it was a good spot but now that's in the past and now this team again like you said they get to move on. And then we and play their game, even though they're starting to you know drop some guys on defense. Meanwhile, Buffalo, I'm a Josh Allen guy. If you think you're going to get that kind of Josh Allen every week, it's just not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. So the look ahead line of this game before last week was Pittsburgh minus two and a half. We have flipped the script five points and gone to Pittsburgh plus two and a half. I have to take Pittsburgh here. You have to take Pittsburgh. I think it's too much value. It's it's a absolute flip. Buy low, sell high, and this is where you want Pittsburgh as a dog. Like this is t- like a Tomlin spot. We're now, um, and this is a, a, another big opponent in the in the AFC. That you know, if you drop this game now, then things are really reeling. So I think this is a perfect spot where Tomlin gets them going, and the defense is going to play out of their minds. And I think Josh Allen's going to you know poop his pants a couple times. Oh, oh, Scott, we got the poop pants. We got poop pants this week. We're going to have to uh, wear the blues, not the whites, this week, definitely. Um, Chris, give me a read on this game. Are you going to be uh, you going to be on the public side this week, Chris? I'm I'm fading Maddie here. Uh, and my the big reason for that is the Steelers are playing their third game in 12 days, uh, and they already looked tired against the Washington Football Team on Monday night. And I, Pittsburgh just plays they play down to their opponents all the time, and I just don't. I just don't see where we're coming at with the Pittsburgh offense right now. Their offense looked abysmal two weeks in a row against Washington and against Baltimore also two weeks ago. And Josh Allen is finally kind of getting back to his form that he had in the first, you know, first four or five games of the year. And Buffalo has really started to light, you know, kind of get a fire lit under them. And I just think Pittsburgh still has a lot of pressure on them, even though they lost and they don't have the pressure of the undefeated season. 
Only one team gets a bye this year. And they're right there with Kansas City tied now. And they got to keep winning to kind of stay up with it. Because I don't see Kansas City losing any games in the future. So I like Buffalo to kind of keep the pressure on Pittsburgh and be able to cover that spread of two and a half. And I think this is just going to be another game that exposes Pittsburgh, that they're not the team that people thought they were. So give me Buffalo minus one and a half with the Steelers. I just don't see the Steelers as being nearly as good as the record shows. Fair points. No doubt. Fair points. But I will say this. I think Pittsburgh has uh, been playing a very, very weird schedule, and now they get to play on Sunday and just have kind of like the normal week routine where they got yanked around for a week with the Ravens and then had to play on four days rest. Um, They are on the road, that is no doubt, but the Bills do have, and to be honest, maybe they're playing better, but the Bills still have issues on defense with defending the pass. And that has been a problem all year long. They haven't defended the run particularly well that good either. And I think this week, James Conner, probably coming back. Marquise Pouncey, possibly coming back. That could get Pittsburgh back in the mode of, all right, we don't maybe have to throw the ball 50 times a game now and let Ben handle the handle the rock. Um, that scares me a little bit on the Buffalo side. I hate this game. Um, this, even I want to take the over two, but now I'm seeing like wind at 13 miles an hour. So that kind of freaks me out on Lake Erie. You know, it gets a little cold up there in upstate New York. So I think I have to go with Maddie on this one too. I think you have to go Pittsburgh. I hate it. I hate Maddie's on Pittsburgh to shoot. What am I supposed to do here? Oh no, I'm that guy now? Yeah, shoot. You're that guy. I mean, oh, I can't. Mush. The mush. You're that guy. You're Maddie. Oh, that was so gen- Like you just, you broke my heart with that. You're like, oh no, I can't be on his side. That's oh, oh, my God. All right. Official pick. Okay, we need to get back. We need to get back. You need to get back. No, you need to get back. <laughs> I can't you're back here. Like, you're 60% last year, and, like, now you're just, like, what is it, like, 15 games under? Like, come on, man. I'm trying. I'm trying my hardest. You should see how many tabs open I have on my computer. <laughs> it's oh, not for lack of effort. That's for darn sure. No, it's not. Research aplenty. I... I have to stick with my gut. I have to stick Pittsburgh. Maddie has to win at some point. If I'm, I'm not going to play that game, I'm going to tell you right now, my official pick is Pittsburgh. If I had to do it, I'm teasing Pittsburgh in the over. That's what I'm doing. I was like, Dan, this team, this is your classic cop-out take-the-over game. Yeah, it so is. You're so right. You're so right. The Sunday night over. You know, um, what's going to happen is Buffalo, Buffalo's going to cover and the over is going to hit. Maddie, you go. say teasers. Fantastic week for teasers. We'll get to that, but the, a lot of a lot of teams sitting around those key numbers. Oh, all right. Official pick. All right, I'm switching. I'm going to the over. I'm taking the over 48. Oh, I'm switching. It's a roller coaster it's, it's ride. Audible. Over Keep 48. Up. I'm copping out, but I'm reality to tease the Steelers in the over. That's what. Keep up. Having first. having Lou here has really brought the chaos out. It has uncaged everyone. <laughs> Lou is sitting there lurking and just watching. Chaos happen. That's what he's doing. I'm watching the stats on the game, and I was checking. Uh, actually, when you look back at the Steelers versus the Bill or uh, the Redskins, I'm sorry, they were actually outplaying them most of the game. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Football team. in the first half. Oh, the oh, oh, I'm new. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm okay. We'll cut that out. <laughs> no, we made that. I make that mistake every single week. They were up fourteen to three going into the half, and then they the red the football team outplayed them the rest of the game. I'll get over it. <laughs> it, it. It's one of those games though, where it's like you know th- that game was actually I feel like one in the first half when when Washington had that 
goal line stand. That was like a moment that, yeah, they got down 14 later, but that could have made it so much worse. That was that was big time. I just think Pittsburgh, the, 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 the balloon is deflated. Like, they don't have to deal with being undefeated anymore. Like, they can just play their game now, but I'm still taking the over. Let's go to the Monday night game. This one I'm very much more feel better about. Baltimore and Cleveland. The, the Brownies graduated to like 10th or 11th grade here. The 10th grade bully now, I'm calling them. Like, I mean, they beat the Titans. How about that? Like, O'Doyle went off the cliff and the whole car exploded. And now Cleveland is back and like they're happy Gilmore now. Um, Cleveland is happy Gilmore this year. I mean, I'm sorry, Billy Madison. They're Billy Madison this year. Like, they are just graduating every which way to go. I mean, it's crazy. But uh, Cleveland is two and a half point dogs now. Two and a half points. This was at one point earlier. But Baltimore putting up a good showing against Dallas on, on Tuesday night. Um, line is two and a half points favored to Baltimore. Over under is 47. Matty Ice, hit me with it. I just think we're gonna, they're kind of getting things together now. Um, Lamar back healthy, and again, they got to get back into a rhythm same way that the Steelers were. And obviously, I think just kind of whooping up on the Cowboys last week was a good boost for them. So I am going to take Baltimore minus two and a half here. I just, I don't know, I'm still, now I'm on the other side of Cleveland. Now I'm waiting on their bubble to pop, I feel like, a little bit. Shoot. I want to be on Baltimore. Oh, boy. Am I getting better or are you getting worse? (laughs) That's a great question. I mean, to me, I feel like this is like a classic bounce back spot for Baltimore. They've owned this rivalry. I think they're, what, 6-2-1 and one in the last eight against the spread in this game. I mean, like, they, they won this game already 38-6 in week one. They're going to tune them up, get ready for the playoffs. I, I know, but, I mean, if Cleveland wins this game, are they a Super Bowl contender? Man, I, is Baker Mayfield a Super Bowl quarterback? Baker Mayfield, not for nothing. If you look at his stats this year, he's on, he's on pace to have the best year of his career this year. I know. He's just... They're really setting them up well with play action and everything I know. It's just like, I just feel like I'm just waiting for those big moments to come. But, I mean, hey, I don't know. I felt better about this at minus one. I still feel okay about it at minus two and a half. I'm going to take the Ravens. I'll take them to bounce back. Again, I think, like, they just needed to get guys back from COVID. Like, that, that's what that team needed. Like, they needed guys to come back. Calais Campbell came back. Hopefully Brandon Williams will come back. Maybe some of their corners will come back. I, I just, I'm going to lay the points reluctantly with Baltimore. Chris? Well, I'm fading Matt again, I guess. And Dan. <laughs> I like the Browns plus two and a half. I think they proved a lot in that Tennessee game. And a lot of this is based on it, and I, I was just talking about this earlier. I think the combination that they've created now with Kevin Stefanski as the coach in Cleveland with Baker Mayfield is Baker, we saw he had the talent in his rookie year, and I think we're seeing that talent come out again this year with, with Stefanski putting him in a position to really succeed and then trying to contend with the two-handed monster – or two-headed monster, excuse me, of Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb has been I, – I haven't really seen a team that has been able to stop both of them uh, successfully. And their defense has played, you know, decently – uh, they struggled there, you know, in the second half, obviously against Tennessee. But you still have to contend with Miles Garrett, and I, I'm not, I don't, I don't care about that game against Dallas for for Baltimore. They should have won that way. I'm not impressed whatsoever. Um, Dallas is an absolutely horrendous team. I'm not impressed with that win. Uh, Cleveland, I think, I think beating Tennessee in that game was a was a serious next step for them, and they prove that they're a serious playoff contending team. And they're right there with Pittsburgh. They're two games back of Pittsburgh. They're fighting one for that 
They're, they're still fighting for a divisional spot, too, and I believe if they win this game, they're they're more or less assured a playoff spot with now the three wild cards. So I really like the Browns to be able to keep this game close in a classic divisional game. And, again, I love that combination of Kevin Stefanski and Baker Mayfield, putting him in a position to succeed with that running game. So I think the Browns could outright win this game, and I think this could be a final nail in the coffin for Baltimore when it comes to the playoffs. Any concern that Cleveland got outscored 28-3 in the second half? It worried me. I think I think that's a learning spot for them, though, is that they can't take the foot off the gas. That's the main thing. And, you know, they, they like I said, they struggled a bit in that second half, but they still put up 41 points on Tennessee, too. That's not, you know, that's not something to, to sneeze at there. So I think I think Cleveland can handle this Baltimore team. Uh, I think they can put up points on this Baltimore team. So give me give me give me the Browns to cover it uh, plus two and a half. Let me tell you what, Maddie, you better be on this week i'll tell you that <laughs> look we're, we're 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 battling our way back all right it's gonna it's it's one week it's gonna it's gonna happen i think <laughs> it's gonna happen <laughs> keep saying it i i love i love the positive outlook i do you, have, you, you could have every opportunity to be down in the dumps here but you you say no we're gonna come back this week now if we flash forward two more weeks and you have another couple one and four weeks who knows but just just flash forward to sunday night and you'll see my head buried in the couch <laughs> Yeah, we'll we'll know before these two games even happen how Matt feels about this week. Oh, I I can I can I'm I'm feeling a little bit more optimistic because I just I don't know how much worse you can get. I just really don't. La- oh, la- oh, last week I won my first Sunday night pick since week five. So that's a, there you go. That that's probably great. <laughs> that's I a noticed rough. that little. I noticed that little in the spreadsheet today. <laughs> You've had a rough rough end to your Sundays, huh? There you go. There you go. Uh, let's do a let's do the three. Let's do the top three, fellas. And I'll start here. Uh, I'm going down to Jungle Land. I'm going to go down to Jungle Land. I'm going to go down to Duval. Okay. I'm going to touch this game. I'm going to touch it. I know I'm not supposed to touch Titans game, but I'm going to do it. Dance with the devil. I'm dancing with the devil. And in a rarity, I'm going to take the over 52 and a half. I'm going to take the over because the Titans happen to be 9-2-1 to the over this year. And the Jacksonville Jaguars happen to be 6-5-1 to the over. But they've scored 24 points in four of their last seven games. Uh, A lot of these AFC South games have been really high-scoring games. Uh, And I'm going to bet on that again. Not a weather factor at all. I think Tennessee will be pissed. They'll come after Jacksonville's injured, terrible defense. And Mike Glennon, God bless him. He's been throwing the ball all over the rock. All over the rock. So I think if, uh, if Jacksonville can get to 24 points, I think this one is pretty easy. So I'm going to take the over 52 and a half with Tennessee and Jacksonville. Uh, not too worried about Derrick Henry having to run, going to run the football a lot. James Robinson. Uh, Titans defense has not been great. Titans defense has not been great, evidenced by Sunday. So I'll take the over 52 and a half, Tennessee and Jacksonville, and absolutely hate it. Uh, Chris. All right, we're going with the Atlanta Falcons, minus two and a half against the Los Angeles Chargers. The Los Angeles Chargers are yet to beat a team. Oh, God, Matt's shaking his head. Oh, no. I don't know if that's good or bad. Oh, Oh, Matt, we love you, buddy. I've never felt so isolated. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Okay, so Chargers are yet to beat a team that has more than two wins. They've given up 27 or more points in nine straight games. 
Anthony, oh, sorry, just Anthony Lynn is the head coach. That's one of the only main things you need to know about this situation. Um, the Chargers currently have the 30th ranked DVOA defense. Uh, and also, if you look at the Falcons, have really played significantly better since Raheem Morris has taken over as coach, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Their defense has improved immensely. Uh, you know, I worry, uh, the, my one worry about this game is the Falcons' offense in the red zone. Uh, but I love fading the Chargers again here. Uh, so give me the Falcons at minus two and a half. I think they could blow the doors off this team potentially if they really get rolling early. Um, and also, Justin Herbert's gotten a little cold. It's not great for my fantasy team, but in, in terms of the NFL, he's gotten a little cold since his really hot start as a as a quarterback. So uh, we're, we're rolling with the Falcons at minus two and a half here. Chris, I that was probably going to be my – it was a fourth on my list. I really like the Falcons this week too because that's the rule. It's fade the Chargers if they're within three. Now, that's the rule. Why is Anthony Lynn? Not on the first t- uh, first plane to Kuala Lumpur with his bags packed. I mean, why is he still the coach of this team? It's not like they need to tank. You know, I, I hate to bring up the Jets again with, with Lou here, but, you know, they're keeping Adam Gates because they're trying to lose, right? Like, that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to lose these games. You know, if you're the, the Chargers, you have your quarterback already. Like, you don't necessarily need to tank. You know, and whether you win or lose one or two more games, it probably won't make that big of a difference when it comes to your draft situation. So I that I don't get it. Like if you just I would just fire him now, get an interim coach in there. It's not gonna make that big of a difference on your season as a whole. And, you know, get get started early looking for your new head coach to pair up with your rookie quarterback here. It's because Anthony Lynn's a nice guy. That's why. It's you can't fire a nice guy. Then you can't and you're not running a good franchise. Uh Maddie, lay it on me, number three. All right, number three. Uh, Dan, you're probably going to hate this pick, I think. Um, we are going to go uh, with the Kansas City Chiefs, minus seven, uh, going to Miami. Um, I think that this seven, I think this is, I, I might, a little bit of a rat line maybe, because I think that the, the the bookmakers are hanging at seven out there when this maybe should be a little higher. I know Miami's been very good. Their defense is very good. But um, I think matchup-wise, it doesn't really play as well for the Chiefs. They, they kind of play a similar defense to the Ravens where they blitz a lot, play a lot of man-to-man with their corners. Um, they get a lot of pressure, but, I, you know, Mahomes, Mahomes tears, tears apart blitzes. He, he gets the ball out too fast. He can just he, he can just throw it wherever he wants, whenever he wants. And I just think it's, it's, it's time for – the Chiefs have been getting ready for this game. This is, you know, the, the Miami's big competition in the AFC, um, and, and we've talked about the bye weeks. Like, they've, they've got to get that bye week now that Pittsburgh's kind of, kind of taken a lump. Um, and I think they're ready to just come and, and, and kill them this week. Um, and the quarterback matchup. I just don't know if Tua, if they get down to the Chiefs, I just, they can't run the ball. They're two is one of 11 on throws over 20 yards. Like they're going to have to move the ball. And I just don't know if it's going to happen. So I'm going to take the Chiefs minus seven. All right. Miami plus seven. Um, I'm yeah. Uh, I mean, I, 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 I want to be, silent. you guys are pissing me off. <laughs> this is good though. You need this. You need to get pissed. You need to like have a good week. Like Miami, my. I just realized Chris is going to despise my next pick. <laughs> I can't wait. Miami. Oh, I have a feeling I know what it is. <laughs> Miami to me, like it's not one of my picks on the board, but I really want to have it on Sunday. Miami plus seven, I feel like is great. I feel like the Chiefs are just bored. The Chiefs are just bored playing football. They haven't covered in four weeks. They that too, they're due. They're playing down to Denver and 
and the Raiders, and there was a third team I can't think of right now. I can't remember who they played. A uh, Tampa, who's good. Tampa's good. That's fine. But like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, I just feel like the Chiefs. I'm not. I'm not. The Chiefs in the red zone have been terrible, and Miami, God bless them, have been great defensively, and they've been great in special teams. And I'm not saying Tua has been great, but I don't know how great Tua has to be in this game. You know, I mean, I'm not really sure. You have Xavier Howard, the interception leader. You have Byron Jones out there. I mean, they've got some weapons out there to counter this Chiefs defense or Chiefs offense. And you know what? I mean, again, it's a Kansas City team going down to hot Miami. I'm down in Miami right now, by the way. I didn't even acknowledge that. I'm here. Um, Going down to Miami, again, it's going to be a hot one. It's going to be, you know, different style circumstance. In December, you're not used to playing in that heat. I like Miami plus seven, definitely. I would not lay the number with Kansas City, but I understand why you're going there. Number two, Matt, go right back to it. We'll get right to it. We're taking the Raiders, Chris. We're taking the Raiders plus three. So um, wild because because you guys you guys need to make the playoffs. We do. You guys are hungry. We um, are, and I just think I think you guys playing at home uh, again. I'm I'm going to call that that indie defense as as well. They've played all year. Um, they, they play a lot of zone coverage. I think Derek Carr against the zone is going to be doing, is going to play great. I think they play with an edge at home. Uh, the Raiders this year is you know in that new stadium. They've seemed to really play well there. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know how I feel about it, like because I'm excited that because I have no faith in the Raiders in this game, and I'm excited that someone does. But uh, maybe this is Matt's week. Oh yeah, so yeah, maybe it is my week. Maybe I'm now just right. starting to believe um, the Raiders get involved. <laughs> um. You know, Indy's Indy's offensive line is still is still very banged up. If Costanzo doesn't play, they're gonna have serious problems. One of their guards just got ruled out for the season. Um and and their defense, like I said, the, the Colts defense has let up some points in these past two or three weeks. Um I think that kind of maybe maybe teams are getting a read on how to how to beat this team. So um I think Derek Carr's had a great a great year and I think he's really gonna maybe air this out. I really like the over in this game too, fifty one. I think this I think this has a tendency to be a little bit more of a shootout. And I even though Josh Jacobs in question. Colts uh, really shouldn't have covered last week. They got very lucky. I'm very happy with Deshaun Watson um, fumbling. Uh, to me, in that game, I, I agree with you. It's a, it's a great buy low, sell high opportunity with the Raiders. I mean, he just doesn't get better than that. And don't forget, Phil Rivers dealing with that turf toe. I mean, how much does that affect him? To me, I think it's a great spot, Chris. I think it's a great spot for the Raiders. Uh, number two, Chris. Thanks for giving Chris credit for the pick. <laughs> Maybe it'll win. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. That'd be nice. Raiders got to, and they've got to win. I think three of the last four to make the playoffs. But um, you know, I, I'm my my last two picks are kind of uh, right at the same level of confidence. Not super high, not super low. Um, so let's see which one I go first. We'll we'll go with this one first. I'm gonna go with the Saints minus six and a half over the Eagles. Currently, the Saints are eight and zero against the spread and straight up also without Drew Brees. NFC East teams are 12 and 18 against the spread outside of their division. Also, the Saints currently have a top three defense in the NFL going against a rookie quarterback making his first start in the NFL. This is also Sean Payton scheming against a rookie quarterback for his first start in the NFL. Taysom Hill has really looked quite impressive as a quarterback, not just as a gadget player. So I like the Saints defense to just absolutely swarm. Uh, Philly and Jalen Hurts, and I don't, I don't see them scoring many points at all in this game. Uh, I like this to be it's a comfortable cruising victory for the Saints, a nice twenty-four to ten kind of game. 
where I just don't see where the Eagles are going to be able to do anything against this defense, especially with Jason Jalen Hurts as quarterback. He doesn't seem like much of an upgrade when it comes to Carson Wentz right now. I see Dan shaking his head. He doesn't seem to like this. He still loves his Eagles. He still loves them. I get now, it. <laughs> well, I'm in a hotel room with my brother right now, and the giant oh, Eagles fan. He's a big Eagles fan. A huge Eagles fan. And and the Patriots just gave up another touchdown, so it's now 24-3. to 3, So I'm really not happy. But um, I just I, – I, I don't blame you. I, I, I can't deal with the Eagles anymore. I take them every week, and I'm just – I'm done. Like, I feel – I feel beaten up. I feel like – I feel like an old friend is gone, you know? Like, that's what I feel this, like. I thought this line almost seemed a little too short. I thought this should be more seven and a half, eight and a half. When you've got uh, not, not you know, on a number road. one seed. Not on the road. I just I, I suppose I, they're in Philly. It's not it's outdoors. Weather can do anything. I mean, you know, I don't know. Like I, I just I can't even go to that game. Matt, do you have anything on this? Jalen Hurts, do you believe? That that's my number one pick. That's okay. my number one go pick ahead. on the show. Saints minus six and a half. I'm just going to give them all out now. I'm going to give all the winners up front. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I have to go with Chris here. I think I think Jalen Hurts getting announced is a massive advantage for the Saints. I think Sean Payton's going to have his defense absolutely ready to do to handle the limited things that I think Jalen Hurts can do. I don't think he's, you know, he, he he's not a pocket passer. They're going to take away the read option. Their, their run defense is incredible. Um, and I, I just don't think that they're going to be able to really do anything this this offense the Eagles offense has no weapons going unless they start getting the ball to Miles Sanders 30 times a game um and, and, and even at that like I said Saints run defense is, is just impeccable yeah number number one in points allowed number two against rush yards number three and no, number four in league in points scored their defense is incredible and Chris brought up the eight no straight up straight up and eight no against the spread without without Drew Brees it's the defense and Sean Payton, Sean Payton dials it up when uh you know he needs to for, to, for his offense I can't believe that number. Eight and oh without Drew Brees in the last two years against the spread. Like that's an incredible number. I think not only are they winning these games, they're winning them in a relatively right. convincing fashion. The, I, I the, the books don't I just still don't have this number right when Drew Brees is out. It's not like they're overcompensating for it. It's not that big I don't think it's that big of a difference for their offense. They just don't trust Taysom Hill. I mean, this week they this week it's all Saints money. I mean, it's just all Saints bets, so it is what it is, but you know, to me, I just, I can't, I'm not going there yet. I'm not going there yet. I just, I'll, I'll go against Philly when I feel like it's much worse. Uh, I am going to go to the NFC East though. And I don't love this because I feel like it's, I feel like it's, um, actually, you know what? It's really not a public play. I actually really like it now. Now that I'm thinking about it, I kind of like it. I'm going to take the Giants. I'm going to take the Giants. I'm yes. going to take the Giants plus three now. We're up to plus three. Goodness, they're giving me the field full field goal with the Giants at home against Arizona. I mean, I, I'm going to take it all day. I think the Giants are playing amazing defense. Amazing defense. I love Joe Judge. He's a former Patriot, special teamer. Uh, the guy, what's his name? Patrick Graham, I think his name is. The defensive coordinator. Incredible job. Wayne Gallman. Wayne Gallman, folks. Get to know him. Clemson University. I mean, fantastic stuff. Daniel Jones, I believe, coming back this week. I don't really care, to be quite honest with you. Mm -hmm. I thought my pick of Colt McCoy, my quarterback, turned out pretty good, I think, didn't it? I mean, I it's a great win, and I don't want to get caught in the trap of, oh, the Giants just got a great win on the road, but I really believe in them. I believe in the Giants, and I think the Cardinals are having a lot of issues. The Cardinals 
should have lost five in a row by now, if not for a Hail Mary. They should have lost five in a row. I mean, that they are really having issues on offense. I mean, really having issues. And it's not like they've stopped anybody. And they gave 38 points last week to, to, to the Rams. They played the Patriots. I mean, the Patriots have no offense, but they, you lose that game, a team you really should beat. Um, you know, it's just it's, – it's been a lot of issues with Kyler Murray throwing it over the middle. His shoulder doesn't look right. I think the Giants get after him. They run the ball. And for the first time in a really long time, we have a semblance of football in New York City. And, I'm, and I, I hate it, but you know what? It is always good when New York does better. So I'm going to take the Giants plus three. I love, I, gotta say, I love Joe Judge. I, I think that was an absolutely phenomenal hire by the Giants. And you're seeing it as this season has progressed. They're not making those stupid mistakes. They're playing smart football. And they're staying in these games, which is a sign of a good coach. And I'm very excited to see what they're able to do kind of as these next years go on and they sign some free agents, they get some draft picks going. Also, just another note, Kyler Murray has not run ran the ball very well either over these mm-hmm. last few weeks. So that's just another I, – I, I love that pick. I love uh, I love the Giants on this on, on this week. Is that your number one pick? No, it's not. I, I was a little t- I was still a little too scared. That's like when you know when we do our, our little kind of like what are we watching outside of these games, that's gonna, that's on my list of, of a game that I am watching, but it is not my number one pick. I'll tell you my number one pick when we get there. Well, why don't you you know what? I'll All do right. No, okay. I'll do my first. I'll do my first. I'll give you a break. I'll give you a break. I'll go back to back so that we can save yours for last. Um Maddie already gave his number one pick. So I'll go right. Give it about left and right. Yeah, well, I usually save your pick for last because I'm so interested in it. So I think we'll switch it up this week so we can actually have people win. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, to me, we talked about the buy low, sell high from Monday night with Pittsburgh and, and Buffalo. I'm going right back to that. I'm going San Francisco minus three at home or in Arizona. I just think that, that Washington played great. It was the win of the year for them. Their D-line was awesome. The D-line specifically was awesome. The rest of the team sucks. I mean, the rest of the team blows. They missed tackles left and right in that game against the Steelers. The Steelers had seven drops in the game. Um, Alex Smith, man, I, you put tennis ball Walker out there with him. I mean, it's, it's terrible. I mean, he just can't move. And God bless him, Logan Thomas bailed him out and they had a great game. But they just took, took away... Took away Terry McLaurin in the game. He did nothing. Antonio Gibson is hurt. They really don't have that much of a run game. Um, the 49ers are all healthy again. Didn't play well on Monday night. I can understand that. But their defense is getting healthy. And their offense, as well, it's Nick Mullins. And you know what? You live and die with Nick Mullins. But they're too complicated of an offense. Pittsburgh is not a complicated offense. Pittsburgh is throw the ball every play. But we're going to beat you that way. And, and they screwed up. Shanahan will have it. I love Kyle Shanahan. You know how much I love Kyle Shanahan. I would invite him over to dinner. I'd cook for him. I'd do a lot of things for Kyle Shanahan to be the next coach of the Patriots. Um, minus three, San Francisco. I, Washington coming across the country. Short week for them as well. I just I think it all lines up with a buy low, sell high on uh, on Washington and, and San Francisco. So you like you like the Giants really take control take control of things this week in the NFC East then? Yes, yes, I do. There you go. And the Giants have the tiebreaker. Keep that in mind over Washington. They probably that, won the two. That they do. So that would put them in a really good spot. Uh, Chris, let's hear right. it. So this is, 
this is kind of my same confidence that I have with the Saints game. And I'm taking the Packers minus seven and a half over the Lions. Uh, so far, I mean, the Packers have put two double-digit wins in a row uh, right now and absolutely destroyed Detroit when they saw them last. Packers are 6-1 and one against the spread, 7-0 and oh straight up versus teams under 500, winning by an average of two touchdowns. Uh, they're also just 8-4 and four overall against the spread this year, uh, and 2-1 and one when favored by more than seven points. Uh, I just don't think this def- Detroit defense can stop Aaron Rodgers, and I really expect the Packers to just lay another whooping uh, on, uh, on Detroit this week. Detroit had a wild game last week against Houston, came all the way back and won that game somehow. Or not Houston, who did they play last week? Chicago. Chicago. And uh, Chicago's not quite the same team uh, as the Green Bay Packers are. So I, I think I think Detroit just has no shot in this game. I, I love the Packers uh, minus 7.5 over the Lions here. Boy, God bless you for taking that hook, man. God bless you. Know, I know. That's, that's, that's the scary part about it is – but, I, again, I'm confident they'll win by two touchdowns. So I, I don't think it'll come too much into play. But watch. I'll, I think, I'll be sitting there Sunday. They'll win by six points. Or they'll win exactly by a touchdown. That's one of those games where I feel like Detroit's winning the entire game and Rodgers comes back and wins. Like that's remember if you remember the last game that they played, Detroit got up fourteen nothing in the game against Green Bay last time they played. So and then they like I think they rattled off like thirty four unanswered. Like I, that one is that, a very scary one. That that was their mo in the beginning of the season. The Lions they would get up so big in the oh first half God. and then be doubled up in the second half. Yeah, they did that like. Four or five games in a row, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, okay, that's our three picks. Gentlemen, uh, one more thing before we do the specials. I gave you the current odds this week, and I let you look at them. I don't know if anybody found any better odds than, than what they are, because these odds last came out December 3rd. I haven't really seen any other odds, but if anybody has, correct me. Uh, NFL Coach of the Year, you're placing a ticket uh, at the window. Who are you putting a butt on? Uh, start with Matt. I, I really like the value on uh, – so, I, you know, got the favorite is Mike Tomlin at plus 105, which is shocking to me. I get that the Steelers undefeated, yada, yada. Obviously, now with them not undefeated, maybe those these odds are a little less uh, – would be a little less. But uh, Kevin Stefanski at plus 600 stood out to me. I just thought uh, – it, it seems like his coaching, you know, really changed the MO, you know, changed the identity of this team. Like, they, you know, now, now they get this run-first offense. Like you said, and, and Chris was talking earlier about the, the, the mix and the mesh with Baker Mayfield. Um, so I think, you know, Brian Flores is a step ahead of him, but I really like Stefanski at that plus 600. Matt, you read my mind. I said, I think, uh, Stefanski was that, that final piece of the puzzle, I think for the Cleveland Browns, it's going to be really fun to watch that theme of the next few years, see what they can do with him at the helm. Uh, like I said, Brian Flores, I think is that other one. When we're talking value. Those are the two guys you want to look at. And again, I was surprised like Mike Tomlin, uh, it's not like he's doing anything new or creative this year, uh, or he's trying you know, working against any adversity, um, so I think Stefanski and Brian Flores, when you're talking a value standpoint, I think Stefanski in general should be the coach of the year. Coming into a team that you know was really had a lot of high hopes last year and kind of fell by the wayside, and was able to come in and kind of regroup this whole team and really seem to rework Baker and, like Matt said, get that running game going with Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Uh, you know, I think that's that's been huge, and Stefanski I think is is a big reason because of that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I like Stefanski a lot at plus six hundred. Uh, but I'm trying to look at at the end of the year and where we are. So just looking at the schedule and where it could go, like I think Stefanski is I, – I, I'm surprised Stefanski's not the favorite. I mean, he really should be. I mean, to take the Browns, who two years ago were 1-31 and 31 over two years, and, and to have them now be 9-3 and three at this spot, possibly get to the best-case scenario of 13-3, and three, that's amazing. Um, 
But if Buffalo beats Pittsburgh this week and then goes on a little tear of a run, I could definitely see Sean McDermott winning it. Uh, right now they have him at plus 3,100. I, I think if they can stay as hot as they have been, boy, I, I think it would be hard-pressed to find uh, another coach more deserving than McDermott in that division that's been dominated by one team for so long. And for them, if they go 13-3, and three, I mean, I think they have to. Maybe you have to give it to McDermott. Uh, or at least it would be close with Stefanski. So I, uh, I really like Sean McDermott in that spot as well. Okay. Let's do it. The specials. Specials of the week. This is not like the one thing that I actually have confidence in Maddie right now with is actually the Moneyline Parlay. I think that he could definitely hit it. I feel like last week obviously was was you know Damn Cardinals. It, it was what it was. You know, the Cardinals just didn't show up. But but at least you didn't have the Jets and the Washington money on. Because that would have been over. Oof. Yeah, that would have been heartbreaking. Wish I just had Washington with my other team that I had last week. Who was that? They won out, right? Uh, oh, yeah, Washington. Anyway. It's Washington and Washington. The money, there you go. Um, the, the money line parlay this week, we already took Vegas. So we're going to take them on the money line um, to win outright. I think you know, I think that's a game that they could very much win at home. Uh, it would give you a nice base of a plus 135. And then I didn't like a lot of the other dogs this week, especially not in like what I think are outright chances. So we're getting a little ugly here this week. Mm. Uh, and this is a game that I don't think you, you really go towards, except you just toss this in on a little parlay. We're going to take the Bengals at plus 165 oh. against the Cowboys. I mean, the Bengals have been a little bit scrappy. They've been playing. They haven't allowed a ton of points in their last four weeks. Their defense has been kind of kind of giving a little effort, and I know obviously no more, no more Joe Burrow, but the Cowboys, man, are dead. They are dead. They might come out and just lay on the field this game. They might not even walk off of the sidelines. Give me the Bengals plus 165. Wait a minute. This is the Andy Dalton revenge game. Oh, get get out of <laughs> Are here. Are you kidding? Like get out of here. Andy Dalton revenge? Like I feel like this is a no-brainer. Like oh man, I'm stunned. No way. I'm stunned. <laughs> no way. What do you mean no way? They're playing Brandon Allen and the Bengals. <laughs> I mean, like, who is starting for the Bengals? Is it Brandon Allen still? Doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't even know. I, that's what I'm saying. I think, I think I'm starting for the Bengals on Sunday, actually. I think you are. You might as well. Crying out loud. Andy Dalton revenge game. I'm so upset. Oh, I don't know if I can follow you this week. I probably will end up doing it anyway. Because now, <laughs> yeah, if, if I don't like it, maybe, but I don't know. It'll hit um, Sunday at, like, 1245. And, like, yeah. Are you saying you don't have trusted me? You don't, you don't believe in my picks? Listen, listen. I, I I believe in a lot of things. I believe in Jesus Christ. I believe in Abraham Lincoln. I believe in, believe in Santa Claus. Claus. I believe in Santa Claus as well. But right now, man, I'm just calling you ice right now. I'm Matt, you're below Santa, Santa Claus in believability right now. How does that make you feel? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Merry Christmas, you <laughs> filthy animal. Yes. Um, me on the Danny Survivors. Here we go. Danny Survivors. Uh, I don't see how you don't take Seattle this week. I mean, Seattle, to me, coming off a loss, coming, staying home. The Jets just got their freaking hearts ripped out by losing that game. Greg Williams is gone. 
the one decent coach that you had on the team. Um, yeah, Seattle, pretty pretty apparent on that one. Take Seattle survivor pool. All right, Chris is super 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 of the week. Uh, barely hitting last week with Arizona. Barely, yeah. I, I think Arizona has become the new like stay off team. Just new team you're just not going to touch. Uh, so usually, you know, when we do these, we like to usually pick at least one or two of the games that we have, uh, you know, in our in our regular picks. So we're doing that with the Packers and the Saints. We're doing the Packers plus two and a half, Saints plus three. Uh, and then, you know, I, I don't know how I feel about Kansas City covering that that seven point spread. Uh, I was going back and forth on that, but I do like them just to outright win uh, down in Miami. So uh, if I can get a couple extra points here, that'd be great. So give me the Kansas City plus three. So that, that super there is Saints plus three, Kansas City plus three, and Packers plus two and a half. Again, all you know what I you know what I like to do with these is just give me teams that I think will just outright win, and I get a couple extra points, and it usually comes out in handy. Uh, so uh, that's what I'm rolling with here with the Packers, Chiefs, and Saints. I, I feel like that's been the super like six times this year. Just the, <laughs> the heavy favorite super. Listen, but I think again when you're talking about supers and even you know even to an extent teasers, it's like that's when you really go with like. You're betting on good teams. Like you're just gonna bet on good teams to win games, and that's what this is. And you get a couple extra points to go with it. That's great. I love this in a regular teaser too. Uh, to get you know even at one point and half points just to outright win those games. So I, I feel confident with this one. And of course, whenever I seem to feel very confident about a super, it usually doesn't hit. But uh, again, I like these teams to just outright win. These teams shouldn't have too many issues against who they're going against. So we go Packers, Kansas City, and Saints in a super, and I also like them just in a straight up teaser as well. Oh, okay. I like the teaser. I definitely like the teaser. Yeah. A little bit. A nice, nice little six and a half point uh, teaser there. Like it. Like it. Any leans, guys? Matt, any leans? Yeah, Atlanta was the first one off my board. So uh, Chris, like I said, I, I like that pick. Just that the Anthony Lynn just it, he just can't coach in close games, and and then I think and, and the Marine Morris has done a great job uh, taking over in Atlanta. I think that he's you know they've done really well. They played two. Very competitive games with the Saints, um, and and obviously a steamrolling with the Raiders. Other than that, and, and then my other one was the Bucks. I think the Bucks coming off the bye, at, off of a loss. I think that they, I, it, they're another team. You talk about stay off teams, like they're kind of like, what are they? But I think coming off a bye and, and from the loss previously, like Minnesota's a, a defense you could pick on. Like, the, like I know they've played better, but they their corners are not that good. I think that they can. They could definitely put some damage up, and I don't think that they're just going to be able to run the rock down in Tampa Bay like they want to. I feel like that game is the definition of a rat. I mean, it's just like I just look at that game. I saw Bucks are off the bye; they're at home. Vikings, you know, have been winning games by the skin of their teeth, having a comeback in Jacksonville and comeback on Carolina at home. Like, like, like this is like a perfect spot for the Bucks, and then just that Vikings are. Uh, I I don't they're, they're fighting so for the playoff lives, I believe, as well. That's yeah, if they, if they win, they can technically stay in. Yeah, um, that game is tough. Chris, any lanes? Yeah, you know, I, I mentioned earlier the main game. I was I was looking at kind of outside of these three. I was looking a little bit at Washington, and San Francisco, but I just couldn't figure out which side I wanted. Uh, but I, Dan, I love that again. That the Giants pick against Arizona was great. You want to know what probably the scariest game to pick right now would be? Mm. Texans Bears. Oh, that's that's one of mine. You talk about Hornets Nest. I want to take the Texans so bad. I mean, no, I, I no. want to take the Texans so, so, so bad. 
Like, no, is it isn't that a big win? I'm surprised you didn't. We got to talk about the weather. We got windy. We have bare weather. It's 20 to 30 mile an hour wind gusts. They're saying. You know, Matt, it's wild you say that because I'm looking at Action Network right now, and 87 percent of the money and 70 percent of the bets is on the over 45 and a half. That feels like a mistake. <laughs> I mean, that that feels like a mistake. I mean, well, so I don't. I, but I guess like one, where is Chicago going to score in that kind of? You know, it's not like they have much of an offense, and you know, Houston without Will Fuller. Like, what are they doing on offense? They're not doing anything. Like they did it against the Lions last week. Texans should have won last week. Like this is Deshaun Watson. Like I don't care about the weather in this game. I don't care yeah. about it. Like it's, I don't care about the Bears and the weather. Like that. Like to me, like I'll play the under. Sure, but like at one and a half, like I mean, I don't know. Like I just, I get, I, I just, I couldn't pull the trigger on it. I couldn't pull the trigger on it. Something's holding me back. This game is going to be like thirteen to ten, and it's just going to be gross. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually seeing now with Weather Channel thirty five degrees and five to ten mile hours. So that makes me like them even more. Um, I did. I mentioned it before. Super Bowl rematch: Carolina Denver. God, I want to take the Panthers because I love them so much, but I feel like I can't do it. I just feel like I can't no, do it. No CMC. No CMC. But Denver just played the game of their freaking lives against Kansas City, and that just they're, – They're so due. They're so due for a face plant. Just smacked. Don't, aren't they going to get smacked in this game? Like, come on. The Panthers, got, again, they've become one of those like hard teams to read. It's like, all right, who are you going to get this week? You know, I think Christian McCaffrey is playing. It would be an easy pick for, for Carolina, but – Denver's one of those teams that's like, who are you getting? Like, what kind of team are you getting? Uh, not to my home, but are you getting the, the 37-12 to game that they had against the Raiders, or are you getting the game they had against the Patriots and against the Chiefs where they kept it really close and had a chance to win? Like, who are you getting from this Denver team uh, week in and week out? Imagine if they had a quarterback, Maddie. Imagine if Denver had a quarterback. What, a, what, a, what, a, what an idea. What a, what a thought. <laughs> uh, if it, what if a concept. I- if the line gets to three, I'd take the Panthers. If it gets to three, but it, it needs to get to three. I can't do three and a half for the Panthers. All right, guys. Good job. Um, hopefully, pray to God, this is the week. Maddie Ice comes through. Gotta just have an awakening. We just gotta have we gotta we have to have a breakthrough. We need some you can't, you can't miss a whole glass ceiling. You can't miss a whole quarter of a season like this. Yeah. It's true. I'm have like it's just the I gotta have a, a final let's see fourteen on. It's not quite the final, you know. It's not even quite the final quarter. I guess I've had a bad, really bad third quarter. We started tailing off at the end of the second quarter. We gotta have a really good fourth quarter. You did not win the middle eight, my friend. No, not at all. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. Um, all right, guys. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening, everybody. On the Sunday card, you can hear us. Every Saturday at 11 a.m., 3 p.m., and 5 p.m. on Sports Country Radio on sportscountry.net. You can hear us if you miss all of those shows again on the same network at 11 a.m. on Sundays. And guess what? We're going to post it on Spotify, baby, so you can listen to it on Saturday, all day, all night, all weekend, whatever you want to do. Spotify. And if you're like Lou, you can go back and listen to all the losses that we've put on the show and laugh. At all of us, you know? Because that's what he does. Like a good friend, Lou Paracone is there. (laughs) It's true. It's true.
love it. I'm sorry. I enjoy it. I sit at work, agony, sitting at the desk, and I just go back and I listen to Matt make some picks. And Dan comes in and he goes, "I love it." And it's <laughs> and, and he has the box score on the other screen, just laughing, <laughs> just laughing. I'm looking at him like, no, no, like Draymond Green, no. <laughs> no. I love it. I love it. I love it. There you go. I love it. Um, we'll see you next week, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Sunday card. <laughs>